Tutuna or not tutuna? That is the question of the day. Canned tuna can be a really great source of protein and omega-3s and other thyroid supportive nutrients. But with mercury concerns, can it be a thyroid safe food? And how do we choose wisely when it comes to this very convenient protein source? That's what we're gonna talk about in today's episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. Hello, thyroid drivers. Welcome back to another episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you live well and eat well so you can feel well. I'm Ginny Mahar, your host and the face behind the apron at hypothyroidchef.com. All right, welcome back to the show, Thyroid Thrivers. Today, we're going to be doing a featured ingredient show to explore tuna, especially canned tuna. This is a convenience food, but can it also be a thyroid healthy food? So in today's episode, we're going to explore the nutritional pros and cons of tuna, the mercury issue, and how it relates to your thyroid, how we can protect our thyroid from mercury toxicity, and also how to choose, is tuna right for you? We'll also look at selenium and can the selenium in tuna help protect us from the mercury found in tuna? And we'll talk about how to choose thyroid-friendly brands of tuna, including my top three thyroid-friendly tuna brands. This is not a sponsored show. I just like to share these recommendations because I get feedback from all of you that they're helpful. So I always want to share, you know, when I've done the detective work and the homework for what it's worth, these are the kinds of tuna that I've carefully chosen as a thyroid driver. Now, you're welcome to get out paper and pencil to take notes if that's what you'd like to do. Although all of the information that I'm going to share with you in today's episode, including links to the different products I like, to the research, etc., is included in the complete blog post uh, that accompanies this episode called Tuna Is It Thyroid Safe? And you can find that on hypothyroidchef.com. I'll also put the link to that complete blog post in the show notes for you. Now, before we dive into today's show, I do want to make sure that you know about my free thyroid healthy grocery guide, because if you're listening, you're obviously curious about what foods are right for us as thyroid drivers, which foods do we want to avoid? You know, there's so much emphasis on this journey about all the things that we are supposed to avoid and cut out. Now, I wanted to create a resource that focuses on the foods that we can have. So I created this thyroid healthy grocery guide featuring over 130 delicious, colorful, nutrient-dense foods we can eat. So use it as a source of inspiration to start creating some thyroid-healthy meals. Use it to help you at the grocery store to discern which foods are okay for me and which foods aren't. Now, of course, we all have unique dietary needs and sensitivities, so you always want to apply that to the Thyroid Healthy Grocery Guide as needed. But this list is gluten-free, dairy-free, free of processed foods, free of soy, and free of anything containing refined sugar. So if you're interested in that free resource, you can download it at hypothyroidchef.com slash grocery, or I will also put the link for that in the show notes for you to download. One of the things I love to do with my content as Hypothyroid Chef and just who I am, I love to deep dive into specific ingredients and look at is this thyroid healthy? Isn't it? What are the pros and cons? How do we choose 
Maybe are there specific brands of something like tuna that work for us versus others? What are all the different, um, you know, considerations, benefits, cautions that come into these ingredients? Because as you know, if you've been following me for a while, so many of these specific foods are maybe not, you know, just a yes or no answer. There's nuance. So I like to lean into that nuance and indulge the curiosity about what's the deal? Like where, where's the good, where's the bad? Uh, how do we make the best choices around this? So I really am excited to dive into today's episode and I hope that it gives you a lot of good food for thought and helps you to make more informed choices about what's right for you personally. So let's start with the nutritional pros and cons of tuna. There's a lot to love about tuna. It's higher in anti-inflammatory omega-3s, including brain and eye supportive DHA than many other types of fish. Tuna provides an excellent source of protein, which is required for healthy thyroid function, metabolism, muscle building. Tuna is also a really good source of several key thyroid supporting vitamins and minerals, like vitamin D, selenium, and iodine. All of these are crucial to thyroid function. So just to give you an idea about what kind of nutrition is contained in one five ounce can of tuna, uh, and this is tuna packed in water, there's 35 grams of protein. That's pretty astounding. So boom, there's your protein you know, needs for one meal, 35 grams in one five ounce can of water packed tuna. That comes in at 120 calories. There's no carbohydrates, two grams of fat. And the fat in that is mostly omega-3. So you've got typically about 280 milligrams of DHA and 40 milligrams of EPA. And there's also several other vitamins and minerals, including calcium, iron, vitamin A, B vitamins, niacin, potassium, selenium, and thiamine. So lots of really supportive nutrients in this food. And of course, nutrition is going to vary from brand to brand of tuna and from species to species of tuna. The thing that really gets the nutritional spotlight with tuna are those omega-3 fatty acids. So omega-3 fatty acids support all cells, including our thyroid cells. According to thyroid expert, Dr. Amy Myers, a deficiency in omega-3s which is the norm for most Americans, by the way, can result in increased inflammation. And this can in turn trigger the autoimmune response for those of us with Hashimoto's or Graves' disease and can lead to an increase in thyroid antibodies. So very important for us as thyroid thrivers to make sure we're getting enough of those omega-3 fatty acids. Now, there is currently no recommended daily allowance for omega-3s, but most health organizations recommend somewhere between 250 and 500 milligrams of combined DHA plus EPA omega-3s per day. And just one can of tuna can provide that, especially if you're buying high quality canned tuna, and we'll get into what that means later in the show. So while tuna has a lot of thyroid-friendly qualities, it is also no secret that tuna has been red flagged due to concerns about mercury. Now, nearly all fish contains some mercury, but some types of fish tend to accumulate more mercury than others, especially if they eat other smaller fish and have a longer lifespan. And tuna falls into that category. It contains a relatively high level of mercury compared to other kinds of fish. 
Now, the amount of mercury varies widely in tuna, and that really depends on the size, the species, the location, but the prevalence of mercury in tuna is enough to warrant some FDA guidelines regarding tuna consumption, especially for children, those who are pregnant, and those who wish to become pregnant. Another significant issue with tuna, especially mainstream commercially processed tuna, is detrimental fishing practices. So rampant overfishing has really decimated our tuna populations in many parts of the world. Harmful practices like purse signs, long lines, and the use of fish aggregating devices, also known as fads, lead to the waste of other types of marine life, which get brought onto the boat as what's known as bycatch and ultimately are discarded. The good news for health-conscious consumers like you and me is that there are a handful of safe, sustainable, and quite healthy choices amongst tuna brands. So if we can minimize the mercury, which often seems to correlate with more sustainable fishing practices, tuna has a lot to offer nutritionally speaking. For thyroid thrivers, low mercury tuna is best. And let's discuss why that is. After that, I'll share some specific low mercury brands that you can look for. Before we do that, let's talk about the problem with mercury and your thyroid. I don't want to be flip about this. As thyroid drivers, mercury and other heavy metals are just bad news. And the reason the thyroid is especially vulnerable to the accumulation of heavy metals is that the thyroid metabolizes things really quickly and therefore more toxins pass through it. And sometimes the toxins passing through the thyroid are so chemically similar to iodine which is utilized by the thyroid to make thyroid hormone, that the thyroid gets confused and absorbs them, thinking it's iodine. So mercury in particular is a known thyroid toxin and trigger. And part of what makes these heavy metals so problematic for us is that they build up in our tissues over time. So as our bioaccumulation or body load of mercury increases as we age, it does have the potential to trigger things like cancer, autoimmune thyroiditis, oxidative damage to the thyroid. All of these things can contribute to hypothyroidism and thyroid issues. If you have Hashimoto's and if you have hypothyroidism, you likely do have Hashimoto's, by the way, studies have shown a direct link between mercury exposure and an increase in thyroid antibodies. So I've got more information on that on the site. If you want to learn about why you should get tested for Hashimoto's, this is super important. But the sad truth is that in today's world, it's really impossible to completely avoid mercury. Mercury and other heavy metals are kind of everywhere. They're systemic on the planet. They've become systemic in our bodies. So Heavy metals accumulate in the food we eat, the air we breathe, the water we drink, our soils. Our planet is really suffering its own bioaccumulation of mercury, and our bodies are part of that ecosystem. And so our bodies are suffering their own bioaccumulation of heavy metals like mercury. Mercury is naturally occurring. There, some of it is you know, just a natural part of our environment on Earth. But our current level of systemic mercury pollution is in large part a result of the burning of fossil fuels like coal, oil, and natural gas. These things emit mercury as a byproduct. And I mention that because I think it's important to like connect the dots because 
we are a part of this environment. We are a part of this ecosystem. Understanding, you know, the big picture here is such a huge part of thyroid healthy living. Most of us can't do a whole lot about systemic mercury pollution besides voting or like riding your bike more or use, buying an e-vehicle. There certainly are, you know, daily choices we can make, lifestyle choices and consumer choices we can make to minimize our, you know, mercury contribution to the environment. There are also choices we can make to minimize our exposure to and our consumption of mercury. So here's six ways to protect your thyroid from mercury toxicity. We're going to divert from tuna for just a minute here while we're on the topic of mercury. So six ways to protect your thyroid from mercury toxicity. One, purchase a high quality water filter that removes heavy metals. I like the Epic Pure and you'll find a link in the full blog post to my favorite water filter. Number two, eat or supplement with adequate selenium. Selenium protects the thyroid from mercury toxicity. Number three, avoid mercury amalgam fillings. Number four, avoid smoking and secondhand smoke. Number five, incorporate more chelating foods like cilantro and turmeric. Chelating foods are foods that help expel heavy metals from the body. Number six, carefully select which types of fish to consume. So here we are coming back around to tuna. Is tuna right for you? At this point, after talking about mercury, you might be thinking, yikes, like, I don't even know if tuna is worth it. Let's just forget about it. There are other forms of protein you can eat. That's an appropriate response after what we've covered so far. You can always opt out on tuna. The choice is up to you. But here's the thing. You don't necessarily have to because there's more to this story as you're about to learn. So as with so many other facets of thyroid healthy eating, whether or not to eat tuna isn't a yes or no issue. It's an it depends issue. It's about gathering the information you need to make the best choices for your health so that you can eat tuna safely and with peace of mind if you choose to do so. The bottom line here to know is that to protect your thyroid and your overall health, you need to purchase low mercury tuna from trustworthy brands and you need to eat it in moderation, meaning no more than one to three times per week, according to the guidelines. That sounds like a lot to me. Personally, as a Hashimoto's patient, I consume tuna no more than one to three times per month, I'd say. Opting for you know other types of lower mercury fish like wild salmon the vast majority of the time. Now, if you want to opt out on tuna, what can you substitute for tuna? Let's talk about that really quick before we you know, move on. If you've gotten this far into the episode and you're feeling like, you know what, tuna just isn't worth the risk, there is an easy solution. You can substitute canned wild salmon. Now, canned salmon, I love this product. It has a similar taste to tuna and it provides a healthy dose of those omega-3s with far less mercury. Now, remember, nearly all fish and shellfish contain some mercury. So if you're looking for a tuna alternative, that canned wild salmon, especially with the bones in it for added calcium, would be my number one go-to. Now, if you want to know how to enjoy your beloved tuna salad without harming your health, I've got you covered. Let's get to the good news and explore some ways that you can enjoy tuna and the health benefits that it has to offer with the greatest possible peace of mind. This brings us to the conversation of selenium. 
The question I want to answer is, can the selenium in tuna protect us from the mercury in tuna? And the answer is, it might. Yeah, this is one kind of lesser known bright side to tuna. And I think it's really worthwhile food for thought. So listen up. Tuna happens to be particularly high in selenium. So a three ounce serving of tuna contains approximately 77 micrograms, which is 140% of the recommended daily value of selenium. That's pretty significant, right? Now, the thing to know about selenium is that it plays a protective role for your thyroid when it comes to mercury. Selenium supplementation, which is highly recommended for thyroid thrivers by numerous experts, has been shown to reduce the toxicity of mercury and also has protective antioxidant effects on the thyroid. Selenium is actually supportive to the thyroid in several different ways. Getting enough selenium can really improve your quality of life, reduce your autoimmune antibodies. It can even reduce your need for thyroid medication. So selenium is powerful stuff. And now that we can understand that selenium is super beneficial to the thyroid, let's connect the dots between selenium, mercury, and tuna. Studies have shown that the selenium in tuna may lessen the danger posed to humans by the mercury found in said tuna. Now, one thing to note is that this mechanism seems to work best within the selenium and mercury makeup of the tuna itself, as opposed to say, like putting a selenium supplement on top of high mercury foods, which isn't as effective. So the protective mechanism of selenium works best within the makeup of the tuna itself, the selenium that's contained within the tuna that also has the mercury, okay? So avoiding a selenium deficiency obviously is really good practice for thyroid drivers who want to protect the thyroid from the detrimental effects of mercury exposure from any source. Selenium deficiency can be prevented through the foods we eat or through supplementation. Now, it's important to note that we can overdo it on selenium. Selenium toxicity can happen if we eat too much selenium, if we take too much selenium. So more selenium is not necessarily better. So it's always important to talk to your doctor about whether selenium supplementation is right for you and at what dosage. It's really well established, though, that selenium helps protect the thyroid from mercury, and some experts who have studied the nutritional relationship between selenium and mercury in fish, like Chris Krasser, feel that the selenium in tuna cancels out the mercury. Now, this also applies to most other types of commonly consumed fish, which also contain selenium, along with some amount of mercury. So very interesting stuff. This may conflict with current FDA and EPA guidelines, but one thing Kresser points out is that those guidelines are really based on weak and insufficient evidence. He also really questions the nutritional harm that those guidelines may be doing by suggesting that we limit our consumption of fish. Kresser states that studies of pregnant women consuming seafood shows benefits, not harm, as long as the fish contain more selenium than mercury. Now, conflicting evidence runs really rampant in the world of nutrition, and I don't want to confuse you, but I think this is worth mentioning and being curious about, maybe exploring yourself. And there are some links to 
his studies, opinions, and research on this, but it seems clear that looking only at mercury content in fish without considering the role selenium in fish plays is kind of incomplete. That to me makes logical sense. So that's sort of where, you know, this whole selenium topic with the mercury in fish, you know, is definitely like a flashing light bulb for me as something to ponder. You know, pondering this doesn't necessarily help us pick a new brand of tuna that we can feel good about buying at the store today. So let's do that next. Let's talk about how do we choose thyroid-friendly tuna. Keeping in mind everything we've already covered today, it's still really important to choose wisely when it comes to eating tuna. Between harmful fishing practices, there's sustainability concerns, there's mercury concerns, there is kind of a small triangle in the middle of this like Venn diagram where we can find the right kind of tuna. So to minimize your consumption of mercury, the FDA recommends opting for canned light tuna as opposed to canned albacore or white tuna. And the reason that they give for that is that canned albacore or white tuna contains three times as much mercury as light tuna. So that's why they recommend light tuna. This simple rule of thumb might be helpful for you when you're choosing lower mercury tuna, but I think it should also be noted that it doesn't factor in sustainability concerns or fishing practices that can be utilized to catch lower mercury tuna. So if you're going to buy the big commercial brands of canned tuna, opting for light as opposed to albacore might be the lesser of two evils. But if you truly want the best and safest and most sustainable and most nutrient-dense tuna money can buy, we got to drill deeper. So let's cover some criteria to look for when shopping for canned tuna, and then we'll get to my hand-picked tuna favorites. So here are some things to keep in mind when you're shopping for canned tuna. And note that the criteria I'm going to list for you eliminate the vast majority of big brand commercially available canned tuna. Number one, look for pole or troll caught tuna brands that are endorsed by reputable third parties. Next, you wanna avoid tuna caught using long line or FADs, those fish aggregating devices. You wanna look for BPA-free cans or glass jars of tuna to reduce your exposure to hormone disrupting chemicals because uh, most cans are lined with a thin coating of plastic that normally contains BPA unless otherwise labeled. BPA is a known uh, endocrine disrupting chemical. Another consideration is that you've got to read labels really carefully here because many mainstream tuna brands say that they're packed in water. They advertise tuna packed in water, but what they're actually packed in is a soy-based vegetable broth. And as many of you may already know, soy is not ideal for thyroid thrivers, according to most leading functional and holistic and integrative thyroid experts. Another thing we want to think about is retaining those beneficial omega-3s. So one thing to look for when you're choosing brands of tuna is, is the tuna cooked once in the can or is it cooked twice? Now, most big commercial brands of tuna are cooked twice. They're cooked first outside the can. And when they're cooked, all those juices and omega-3s, all that good anti-inflammatory stuff and flavor drains away from the fish and is discarded. Then the fish is put into a can and it's cooked again inside the can. 
Now, my favorite brands of tuna that I list in the complete blog post about this topic are cooked once in the can. And what that means is that the tuna is put into the can raw and cooked in the can or the jar so that all those omega-3s, all that good anti-inflammatory stuff in the tuna stays in the can. And my favorite brands will typically list, don't drain this. You want to stir that tuna in with the liquid so that you get all the big beneficial omega-3 fatty acids that are contained in the can instead of, as many of us were taught to do, opening the can and pouring all that liquid down the drain in the sink. We don't want to do that when we're talking about high quality, sustainable, thyroid healthy brands of tuna. We want that anti-inflammatory goodness. We don't want to dump it down the drain. Without further ado, I'm going to share with you my top three thyroid-friendly tuna brands. Again, this isn't sponsored. Nobody's paying me to advertise their brand. This is based on my own personal research and just being curious and asking questions and looking into you know, how these brands of tuna vary. So number one is Safe Catch Elite Pure Wild Tuna. And by the way, I've seen many of these brands like at um, discount stores like Costco. So you know, you never know where you're going to find this stuff. It can be quite expensive. I've noticed at like my local health food store, but Safe Catch Elite Pure Wild Tuna is the first choice. Now, this canned tuna, I think, wears the biggest halo of the three that I'm going to list. And it carries a really strong endorsement actually from the American Pregnancy Association. So pretty big deal there. SafeCatch invented the technology that tests every single tuna for mercury content. So their elite product is the only brand on the market that meets consumer reports low mercury criteria. In addition, their processing methods, as we talked about, you know, how the tuna is cooked, those processing methods retain 100% of the nutrients found in the whole fish, whereas common processing methods cook out up to 80% of those beneficial omega-3s before the tuna even hits the can. SafeCatch is also committed to sustainable fishing practices, which I think is really important because it's part of the big picture. My number two favorite brand is Wild Planet Tuna, especially Skipjack. Now, all varieties of Wild Planet brand tuna are sustainably caught using practices that only reel in smaller fish. And those smaller tuna are naturally lower in mercury content. They're fishing up here at shallower waters versus down in the deeper waters for bigger tuna. So they're catching smaller fish that are just younger and naturally lower in mercury. And that happens to also be a more sustainable way to fish for tuna. Thorough testing has convinced the folks at Wild Planet that it's not really necessary to test every single fish for mercury. They also feel it's not necessarily beneficial when they adhere to those sustainable fishing practices those and those fishing practices that harvest lower mercury fish. So according to the company, they've made a statement that our annual mercury testing protocol verifies that Wild Planet tuna products average 0.067 parts per million for skipjack tuna, which is 14 times lower than the FDA action limit of 1.0 parts per million. Wild Planet's processing methods, where tuna is cooked only once in the can, also retain those beneficial omega-3s and other nutrients. 
Now, the two brands that I've already mentioned, Safe Catch and Wild Planet, are brands that I see at my local health food store and, as I mentioned, at our local big box discount store. Third brand may be a little bit harder to find, may need to be special ordered, but some of us are already doing that regularly, and it does stand out. So I do want to mention this brand, American Tuna. Now, while this brand might be a little smaller and harder to find at this time, I think it deserves a mention. American Tuna was founded in San Diego by a group of six pole-in-line fishing families who were just committed to quality and transparency and sustainable fishing practices. They got tired of what they saw going on in the industry, so they started their own company. And that company has garnered a lot of praise and attention from some third-party endorsers, including the Marine Stewardship Council. Um, you know, like Wild Planet brand, they use fishing methods that reel in those younger tuna caught near the surface, which are naturally lower in mercury. And then those fish are tested by an independent lab. So another brand to consider when you're looking for uh, thyroid healthy, sustainable, low mercury brands of tuna. So if what you've learned today on the show so far has made you hungry for tuna, and maybe it has, I do have a delicious tuna macaroni salad on Hypothyroid Chef that is gluten-free and dairy-free. This is like old school retro comfort food at its best. It's something that's great for this time of year to bring to parties and barbecues. It's also something you can make ahead of time and have in the fridge for you know just your meal prep, your lunches throughout the week. And again, you can find the link for that recipe in the complete blog post for this episode. Do you eat tuna? I'd love to hear about it. Drop a comment if you're watching on YouTube, send me an email or a DM. I'm curious about what your thoughts and feelings are about tuna. Is it part of your thyroid healthy diet? If so, maybe I need to add some more tuna recipes to the site for you. All right, let's review. So tuna has a lot of very redeeming health benefits but it is also known for being kind of high in mercury and mercury is directly harmful to the thyroid and can contribute to serious thyroid issues like cancer, autoimmunity, and hypothyroidism. We can't talk about tuna without talking about that. Now, while some experts feel that the selenium in tuna cancels out the mercury, current FDA and EPA guidelines do disagree. Some experts feel that they disagree because they ignore the science around how selenium plays a protective role with mercury in the fish. But I think that the best policy is always to play it safe and choose your tuna wisely. Sustainable, low mercury brands like Safe Catch, Wild Planet, or American Tuna can provide us with a really delicious source of convenient protein, anti-inflammatory omega-3s, and several other key thyroid supporting nutrients like selenium. Those brands also employ fishing practices that are more sustainable and environmentally friendly. Now, whether or not to eat tuna is a choice that each thyroid thriver has to make for themselves. And I hope that this episode has empowered you to make informed and safe choices about how to eat and enjoy the health benefits of tuna safely and with peace of mind. Again, if you want to learn more about thyroid healthy foods, I invite you to download my free thyroid healthy grocery guide featuring over 130 colorful, delicious, nutrient dense foods to choose from. This is just a one page 
download. You can grab that at hypothyroidchef.com slash grocery. And I'll put the link for that in the show notes as well. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. If you've enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a review. I so appreciate your support, your feedback, and your listenership. I'm Jenny Mahar, wishing you the best of health. See you next time.